Hello and welcome, I'm Bryce and this is Connor and we encourage you to kick up your feet and join us while we take an extra spooky glance, Jesus, over the fourth wall as we continue <laughs> with our annual Fright Fest. Welcome to Over the Fourth Wall's first annual Fright Fest. <laughs> Today we'll be discussing it, and not a hermaphrodite in the film. <laughs> Here's some news, though. Okay, so if you've oh. been living under a rock for the past week, um, Star Wars dropped a new trailer. Wow, way to alienate the hermits. <laughs> way to alienate the hermits. In the um, there was a new uh, Star Wars trailer. Pretty good trailer, I think. Though it's... It's not as uh, good as the last Force Awakens trailer. Like, that's still the end all of Star Wars trailers for me. 100%, yeah. I thought... Uh, the main thing that I think I'm going to hit on mostly in this uh, trailer breakdown is that it visually looks fucking Well, awesome. I think the shots are nice. Like, the CG... <laughs> the shots are nice. But, like, there are a lot of shots in this where, like, there's clearly just green screen. Like, it's very much shot on a sound soundstage, and they do nothing yeah. to mask it. Um, I, I think the Porg was the most jarring thing out of everything. I thought that the uh, Imperial Shipyard was the worst scene. Just because uh, it very much looked like Kylo Ren was just staring at a green screen wall, and was all like, Okay, how long am I doing <laughs> this, guys? Okay, uh, fair enough. Uh, 30 seconds, just hold. Okay. <laughs> wow, look at all of these Imperial ships. Man, they'll kill an Akbar or two. <laughs> Maybe a Leia. <laughs> if we're lucky. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's... The best part to come out of that trailer, though, was the poster. I love yeah, it's poster. a really good poster. I like it a lot. It's like the best poster I've seen Disney put out for a movie in like the last like five yeah. years. Yeah, maybe longer. Well, the fork, <laughs> the fork awakens poster wasn't very bad. <laughs> oh, I love that one. Oh yeah, Kylo Spork. Uh, um. Yeah, it was an all right poster, but it was very. Like a lot of Disney's posters now seem like they're just like given their dis like. Graphic design artist like twenty bucks <laughs> in some pocket lint. It's twenty and bucks, just okay? Like, Fuck it and do what that's worth. <laughs> yeah. But this one is genuinely amazing. Like I love the red yeah, and white balance. It's and very jarring. You can very but in a good way. See the ATSs. Yeah. Um, I I don't know what everything is right now with like the movie because I haven't seen it obviously, but um, I'm I'm really digging crate. Oh, yeah. Like, that That looks like a really interesting uh, planet. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of the budget went. Yeah, like, um... I, I told Bryson a little while ago that I think uh, it would be cool if, like, the, the Resistance ships tried to trip the, the ATM-6s, but, uh, they... When they do the ATM-6s just stop, and then they, like, fold down 
onto what would be their knees, and it's like an actual tank now. Well, it actually showcased on the ATM-6s that there are ridges where the shins are. Yeah. And those cut yeah. the cables. They, those would cut the cables. Yeah. They're entirely um, meant to cut cables. That's the only... They were all like, you know what? I designed the ATSTs, and I will not stand for them to be tripped <laughs> over. I'm designing a new model that's got, like, shin splints... <laughs> I think um, I think it would be really interesting if, like, the ground, like, since that all that red dust was coming up, I think it would be interesting if, like, the ground was unstable or oh, something, yeah. and they used that to their advantage in taking out the uh, ATM-6s. Definitely. But I love the red sand. It's one of my favorite visual yeah. components of this movie so far. They show it in, like, every yeah. fucking trailer. Which gets annoying, but every individual shot is kind of different, and it's amazing. It's, like, breathtakingly yeah. beautiful. Definitely. Now, spoiler alert um, for the film The Last Jedi. Uh, there is a possible. scene... Yeah, it could be a fake-out. Uh, it's one hell of a fucking fake-out, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a scene at the very end of the trailer... Where Ray is all like, I need someone to join me or something like that. I don't give a shit. I need someone to guide me. It's like, me. I need someone to show me my place. Oh, yeah. It's like a weird Dom fetish, I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, and Kylo looks at her weirdly. Can't remember exactly what he says, but it's very... I don't think he says anything, does he? No. Just, he just raises his it's hand. It's a massive spoiler. <laughs> like, a weirdly huge spoiler. Very possibly... Very possibly. It almost certainly has to be, right? I don't know. I, I don't... Disney isn't stupid, right? Well, I mean... Right? They really... They right? made Defenders, Connor. Uh, <laughs> they made Iron Fist. Iron Fist would have been <laughs> the better insult. I mean, Defenders was bad, though. Like... And the last five episodes of Luke Cage. You know what? I think Defenders is the best insult. It's not the most obvious insult, but if you think about it, it's the best one. Because they took, like... Yeah, it's the best of the recent ones. You, you, they took, like, the three most amazing seasons of television anyone's seen who hasn't seen Game of Thrones. <laughs> and uh, you just, like, fuck it. Like, you just <laughs> fuck it. You throw Danny Rand in there to just whine and bitch and moan. Get his ass kicked by Daredevil. <laughs> because that makes sense in every sense of the way. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, fuck you, Connor. It was the best insult. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, moving on, since we're already seven minutes in. Justice League trailer. Oh boy. I felt the nerd rage building when they first showed Clark in the cornfield. Like, I felt it growing, but then Lois woke up and I was like, and it just dissipated. I was real happy if that was going to end up being Superman. Like, he comes back from the dead as Superman. Yeah. And then I was all like, man, I'd love that. And then she woke up and was like, nope, that was just a cock tease. Huh? <laughs> Superman's God just forbid outside I get breaking, breaking the Justice League's necks. <laughs> <laughs> God forbid I get excited about anything that involves Superman and Zack Snyder together. <laughs> you almost got me, Zacky boy. Well, Superman and Joss Whedon now. 
You know what? I'm excited for anything involving Superman and Joss Whedon. Could you imagine how amazing a Joss Whedon Superman movie would be? Could you ama- imagine how amazing a Matthew Vaughn Justice League or uh, <laughs> Superman would be? Oh. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't actually think Matthew Vaughn would be able to make a Superman movie. I think he could. Well, I think Matthew Vaughn can do anything. I'm a harder. I'm a hard dick writer than Matthew Vaughn. Uh, but <laughs> I will say. Even that man has limits. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, the rest of the trailer is fine. It's just nothing we've seen, we haven't seen before with a few CGI touch-ups. Yeah, but even then, this, the fucking uh, the third act is gonna absolutely rip my fucking soul out. <laughs> like <laughs> that third act is gonna be longer than the entirety of it. <laughs> like Jesus. Oh my god, I'm not excited for this movie. And I never thought Two I'd... hours of build-up, three hours of nothing but non-stop action. Oh, non-stop slamming your head against the wall with action, action. Did you ever think you would see me say the words, uh, I'm not excited for a Justice League movie? <laughs> like... Oh my god, it's disgusting. I mean, kinda. Nowadays, though. But, like, when we first met, when I was a hardcore DC dick writer except for Man of Steel like I would never have said I'm not excited for a Justice League movie fair enough yeah um the thing the thing that gets me is like I'm more excited about it than Thor Ragnarok but I'm still I'm still excited for Thor Ragnarok cause I think like uh Chris Hemsworth that man can do no wrong when it comes to comedy, except Ghostbusters. True. Um, he, like, he's just a, he has great uh, comedic timing. He's so good at comedy. He has great delivery, great comedic timing, all the stuff necessary. He's an amazing actor, too. I think he's genuinely, like, they don't give him much to work with in the Marvel movies. No. And I'm excited that he's actually getting something now. Yeah, and for once the thing that he's left to work with is not a terrible, probably itchy, very hot wig. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm, I'm gonna admit, though, I'm not too excited for short-haired Thor. I'm indifferent. <laughs> you um, would be, wouldn't you? Uh, you leftist fucking, <laughs> you fucking centrist piece of shit. Um, uh, but yeah, the Justice League trailer is just whatever. Um, that It's gonna be a shitty movie. Onwards to something <laughs> better than Justice League. Harvey Weinstein. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. I've hated this guy since I read Kevin Smith's book, and this this is like the cherry on top. Hey, hey, fuck you, man. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, rude. I can anyone not look at Harvey Weinstein and be like, yeah, that guy probably doesn't rape people. people. Yeah, that guy. Odds are that guy doesn't rape people. Like, did, like, has anyone ever said that? Leave a review know. of us with five stars and a description saying that you never thought Harvey, Harvey Weinstein Harvey would Weinstein rape someone. Would rape someone. <laughs> <laughs> my, 
You know what? Lindsay Lohan said that, though. (laughs) What a weird thing for Lindsay Lohan to say. Just to come out of the woodwork for no real reason, (laughs) just to defend him. Just to be like, you know what, guys? Harvey Weinstein did nothing wrong. I saw... Yeah, I saw a tweet... I worked with him for once, and (laughs) he didn't even rate me. (laughs) Why wouldn't he rate me? I'm Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> um, you think he's gonna n- avoid raping me and fucking rape <laughs> fucking when? See the thing. I can't remember her name. The the thing that you told me earlier, where like you you said that people were saying that like all these people are just ploying for attention. Oh yeah. Like, Why fucking lo- would they? I, I was a- I know, right? I was at work and I was talking to these people. I was like, well, what do you guys think of the Harvey Weinstein allegations? And they were like, we don't know what you're talking about. Uh, we're normal people. And that was all, as I explained to them what was happening. And we were like, oh, well, I don't think, I think that someone just saw one person accusing him and everyone started accusing him. Uh, and half of those are probably fake. And I was all like, well, why would they be, though? What would they have to gain? <laughs> Literally, like the. These celebrities that are worth millions of dollars are just accusing him just to accuse him, I guess, is the mindset here. Does that work? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Like, I don't know, man. It's very weird. Like, because really, a lot of these women seem very genuine. The fact that yeah. they're trying to see some something change in the current industry's mindset towards uh, these allegations yeah. coming forward. And I'm excited to see that people are actually being held to this stuff. Same. Although Har- Harvey Weinstein, I saw a video of him from like TMZ or something, and he said, "Guys, I'm I'm not doing good. I'm I'm being uh, I'm being accused of rape, which I did." So I'm not doing I'm not doing very good, but um, and I'm trying to get better. Everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> Which is your favorite? Uh, of Definitely. The like burn a steak on the grill. Whatever. Everyone makes mistakes. That doesn't yo, work for yo, me. Connor. Connor, though. Yo. Like, haven't you ever just been, like, walking to school or something like that? No! And you just, you just saw this woman there and so all like, well, I better just force my cock inside her. Haven't no! you ever had that happen? No! Everyone, everyone makes mistakes, buddy. if I did, I buddy. would think to myself, you're a little bit sick, just don't do that anymore. Haven't you ever, like, seen someone come to the governor and been like, hey, I can get you there faster... Just follow me to this broom closet. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. The, that that quote just makes me mad. Everyone oh, yeah. makes mistakes. There's a difference Everybody between... Everybody has those days. <laughs> Everybody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Everyone knows those days where you, you just that, have to force you know your dick famous... inside of something. You know that famous song by Hannah Montana where she where she uh, <laughs> defended Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> um, uh, 
But yeah, like, no, there's a difference between rape and, like, you know, accidentally not tying your shoe because you're in such a hurry and tripping over yourself on the way to, like, uh, your job or something. Yeah. Everyone makes mistakes is the one that I just said. Rape is not just a mistake. It's a lot of different calculated things that you did on purpose. <laughs> Literally. It's nearly the opposite of a mistake. <laughs> you had every intention of raping and freaking... Uh, pillaging that village. Uh, <laughs> yes, you had every intention of pilling, pillaging that village. Raping and groping those women. You had every intention. That wasn't a mistake until people found out about it. You know what, though? If anything, this Harvey Weinstein thing is just proving that, like, you know, a lot of people just talk about her horrific everything is politically yeah. right now. But, like, this Harvey Weinstein yeah. proves that, like, there's a louder voice than the horrific shit we hear on a daily basis. And that's the voice of people being like, shit needs to change. Yeah. Um, to, uh... To put it the way that Daniel Tosh put it, um, how about we just shine a black light over Los Angeles and try to find a place where Harvey Weinstein hasn't jerked off? <laughs> <laughs> but um, some of those tapes too were absolutely like disgusting in a disturbing way. Like, hey, uh, you should yeah. you should kiss her or give me a naked massage. <laughs> like literally, like. Or, um, why did you touch my breast? I'm used to that. I'm sorry. What was he used You're to? You're used to that? What was he used to, though? Like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I don't get that response. <laughs> I, I'm used to um, it. What? That doesn't make sense, Harvey, in the context at all. <laughs> You're used to what? And Just even... touching breasts? Unsolicited? <laughs> You're used to that? Do I need to call someone, Harvey? <laughs> Like a therapist? <laughs> or a parole officer? Or a man with a gun and some shears? <laughs> Do I need to cut um, off your fucking wrinkled old balls, Harvey? <laughs> Harvey Weinstein? Um, and then another thing that's come out, um, Ben Affleck came out apologizing to... We brought it back, to, guys! Uh, <laughs> right back around... Um, uh, solid 180. Um, they, he apologized for groping, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's wife. I don't know her name. Jeffrey Dean Morgan's, um, Morgan's current wife. He was grabbing her tits while he was talking about how terrible Harvey Weinstein is. One hand on the tit, <laughs> one hand on the keyboard, just typing away. That one chick who accused him of doing it was in the room when it was happening, so it was really poor choice of timing for Ben Affleck. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was in, like, the 1990s, was it? Or 2004? Yeah, something like that. Early 2000s. That was 2004. Not late 90s. Yeah. Oh. Um, but, yeah, that... At least he was fucking apologizing for it, you know? It's better than Casey Affleck. <laughs> I don't think Casey Affleck ever even mentioned the sexual assault allegations. I don't think Bill Cosby even has. Yeah. I think, I, I imagine that even in the courtroom, Casey Affleck was just all like, what, huh, want to see my new movie? 
just, and then you just got freaking Harvey Weinstein over here. Like, everyone makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. <laughs> uh, that was a weird Hannah Montana episode. <laughs> it really was. Like, there was a scene where Harvey Weinstein comes in just groping Lily's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Moving Jackson on. Jackson was just jerking um, off in the corner by whatever piano they had. It was a fucking weird episode. Let's not make this a broadcast, Bryson. <laughs> um... Um, Okay, so now on to the main topic Where we'll be spending 25 minutes talking about Ritualistic suicide Let's do it, fellas (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're going to be reviewing It No, not the good movie (laughs) That just came out this year Not the good movie The miniseries Not a hermaphrodite Or a mean name you would call a hermaphrodite (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nothing of the sort. We're talking about the horrible three-hour miniseries that genuinely makes everybody who watches it want to kill themselves and everyone they love. And I did that. Tim Curry was great, though. It makes people want to hate Tim Curry, too, that he was even involved. <laughs> anyway. I mean, at least he was enjoyable. He was. But you know what? I'm not giving him he, the satisfaction. The only thing Tim Curry is really... The only good thing Tim Curry is in, off the top of my head, is that weird game where he says, I will go to the one place that capitalism hasn't taken over. In space! And then he rockets (laughs) off into space. It was a good game. Um... I, I loved him in this. He, he was so oh, you're hilarious. you're on a first-name basis with Tim Curry. Very nice. Yeah, I, I said him. I you said, said him. Let the re- I, I think I know what I We're said. We're recording this, Connor. I think I know what the audience is going to hear. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Tim Curry was a riot. Yeah. You know, the, the library scene in the second half, um, when Richie first arrives... The second the half magical of the fifth bull- third. <laughs> <laughs> Who fucking the, knows? Um, <laughs> the balloons raining down, the the magical balloons that no one can see, and yet when they pop, they still flinch. I would say, yeah, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? I would say Tim Curry is good in that scene, but I would actually say... That the guy he's tormenting is the best in that scene. Yeah, fair enough. Um, he did a really good job. I think he's the best in that movie. He was, movie. like, the least hammy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was the least hammy of all of no, them. No, he was the and most And then John hammy. Ritter is a close he second. He was the most hammy. <laughs> like, it was a good type of ham. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, uh, you got some good Oscar Mayer shit up in here. Yeah. He really ate up um, screen time, but I didn't. Want, that was one of the rare moments in that movie when I didn't want to kill myself, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, um, I also really like. Um, we we spent like an hour laughing about this, but um, <laughs> the scene with uh, where Bev goes to Ben's uh, uh, room in the hotel and she Kiss starts me, kissing boy! him. <laughs> <laughs> that um, scene. <laughs> yeah, that scene. 
It's so great. <laughs> so great. And we were just like Tim rewriting Curry. the movie around that scene in particular pretty much entirely. <laughs> <laughs> Rewrite a spinoff around that movie. There's a scene at the a end prank of the movie, show uh, called uh, Kiss Me Fat Boy. For people who haven't seen it. <laughs> spoiler alert for people who <laughs> haven't seen the, the rest book. of this podcast. Don't watch it. Uh, there's a scene <laughs> where uh, uh, Bev and Ben are like driving off into the sunset, and Mike Wazowski, or whatever the black guy's name was called, uh, was all like, Yep, and they were pregnant, and they just drove off. And then I was just like, What if he just rips his face off and is it again? <laughs> <laughs> gotcha again, fat boy! <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see an e- a sequel of it where the baby comes out and it is it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> goo goo, daddy. Like son of the mask, but like son of Ben. Oh no! <laughs> son of the son of the Pennywise. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, another thing that I think was absolutely terrible in this movie was the fact that every single second. Just like this sentence was just drawn on to turn off the time of the movie. Calm Two, down, Shatner. Three hours. I wanted to die. <laughs> but yeah, it's genuinely one of the worst things. I'm. It's oh, it's a terrible movie. Anyway. So, yeah, I really hate how they just drag everything on in this whole fucking movie. Every scene is, like, they just, like, wait to cut for, like, at least, like, ten seconds. They just hold on a shot. Yeah. And there are, like, more than a few, like, cheesy moments. Like, just way too cheesy. Like, the scene where, like, Mike and, uh... Uh... Bill are riding the bike. Ah! Oh my god. Uh, riding the bike. <laughs> like, what was that even? That Why bike, were... man. That, might, that bike is really home to a lot of things I hate about this movie. <laughs> <sighs> the kids were fine, though. The, the kids were pretty good actors. Yeah. Especially the kid who played a uh, comedian boy. Yeah, it's Seth Green. Oh, was that Seth Green? Yeah. Really interesting. All right, who gives a shit? <laughs> Fuck you, Seth, Seth um, Green. <laughs> harsh. I know. Um, but yeah, that the, the kids were all pretty solid except for Stan. Like, he was a little bit too nerdy. Like, you can and say very Connor, flat. Jewy. You can say. They said it in the movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think Ted Henry was the best form of Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Henry's uh, the best. Hen- you, uh, we've been waiting here for hours, fat boy. <laughs> Henry's the best character. He's the best actor. In the Nobody movie. kicks me. <laughs> You're all dead. <laughs> You're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> Just a reminder, you're all dead! Hey guys, sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to uh, burst right in. <laughs> you're all dead! <laughs> um, 
Henry's just a joy. Oh, he's the best. Um, I love him when he's actually about to cut Ben open. Like, I would love yeah. it. I would love it if he just started killing Ben. Like, Jesus, Henry, don't actually cut him. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I would love it if he was just all like, why can't I cut him? He's not sentient. No one's sentient but me. <laughs> this is just a man full of flesh and bone and blood. Who gives a shit what he wants? <laughs> and that was actually like, a, uh, a a thing with one of the other bullies. What, that he was actually just a sociopath? Yeah. Um, well, there were two of them that were actually sociopaths. There's a closeted he homosexual was... and a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, a closeted he, uh, homosexual and a sociopath walk into a bar. <laughs> Patrick <laughs> Patrick Hockstetter um, was in the book in the new movie, and in the book he actually uh, his mother and father had a uh, another kid, and he strangled it to death when it was a baby because uh, he. He had this weird thing about, like, he was the only, like, real person in the universe. And he, like, everything else around him was just for his fun. Or something like that. Like, so much so that at one point in the book, right before he dies, um, he, he starts to jerk off Henry. Uh, and <laughs> and he... <laughs> He even uh, <laughs> offers to suck him off, but nice. then Henry's like, get away from me, faggot. I'll tell the entire school about this if you try that shit again. <laughs> and then Henry leaves, and that's when Patrick Hockstetter gets attacked by the swarm of flying leeches that is it. The movie? And then Pennywise comes out and drags him off when the leeches have, like, sucked like I sucked out, like, the contents of one of his eyes and, uh, some of his blood and all that shit. Stephen King, what the fuck is your issue? Like, why do you have so many kids having sex in your books? Cocaine. Fair. Cocaine <laughs> will make you do crazy things, kid. <laughs> oh, my God. Crack is whack, kids. <laughs> That's amazing, too, though. I like how Henry was all, like, Hey, get away from me, Fally. You know what? You jerk me off, but not suck me off. That's fucking gay. <laughs> I'm not sticking my dick in a man. <laughs> Only in his hand, like the gods intended. <laughs> yeah, I mean gods. I'm polytheistic. <laughs> what are you, gay? <laughs> you want to suck me off, you fucking faggot? Nah, jerk me, bro. <clears throat> but, um... But yeah, it's not gay it, if you stick it in my ass. <laughs> it's not even like because um, you can't look at me in the eyes. It's not gay. <laughs> and um, you better believe that the entire time we were watching it, we were just making a bunch of orgy jokes. Oh yeah, how could you not? How could anyone watch it and not be like, "Hey, I bet Bev's about to get <laughs> fucked." <laughs> <laughs> Like when uh, she passed out at the rest at the Chinese restaurant. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was get in Guys, ready. Guys, quick, let's get her down to the sewers. <laughs> For a good old time. <laughs> what, what what was the scene where we were genuinely like, hey, why not have an orgy scene? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think 
I think that was uh, like right at the end when they uh, when they were going into the sewers as adults. Oh yeah, because we were like genuinely like, hey, they could have an orgy here. It wouldn't be out of place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not kids, which is disappointing. Then Connor was the one to say that. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Connor or Exposed. Harvey Weinstein, as he likes to call himself. You caught me. <laughs> I'm Harvey Weinstein, and I've raped so many women. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that giant spider puppet at the end, the Brilliant. stop motion puppet. Excellent. I, it's better it than was Doomsday. Awful. It's better than Doomsday. It's better. <laughs> Better than Clark Kent holding up the, the weird boat, dragging it. <laughs> At least I, the fucking composition makes sense. <laughs> the thing that gets me is like, um, it's, uh, like, at the end of the day, this is a book about, like, friendship and overcoming your fears. What says overcoming your fears more than just running up to the monster that you've already weakened and just ripping its guts out? Oh, what a... And what, what, what like, you know, shows friendship better than you and your closest friends ripping out of the innards and holding it up in victory, you know? Right. Like, can we even like, call ourselves friends if we haven't done that? <laughs> like, we did it to Ben that one time, but really... Like, yeah, like that, that was more that's the only time we yeah. That that was more out of uh out of irritation than than uh than conquering fears. Yeah. Oh, I love how traumatized everyone was in this movie. Like it that was one of the genuine things that I think were good about this movie was just how like fucked everyone was at the end yeah. of the movie. Uh like I love how his stutter comes back. Just yeah, and of course they made it a stutter. Like, what else could it be? You know, it couldn't be like, oh, he skips words so that way the plot can move along faster. It has to be a stutter so that way we can really edge on every fucking second. He he starts stuttering so bad that Ben has to take the paper and read the little poem thing. <laughs> it's like the the South Park Stick of Truth game where. Never played get, it. <laughs> it's a it's a genuinely good game, but there's a character who stutters in the game, uh, and he plays a character. Butters? No, Butters doesn't stutter. He's just oh. shit. Uh, <laughs> but like, he calls himself the Bard in the sh in the game, and uh, he starts oh, stuttering. Oh, uh, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy stutters, and Jimmy will like, uh, <laughs> in a cutscene, and he'll start stuttering. And stuttering and stuttering and just keep on going and going until the <laughs> game brings up the prompt to skip the cutscene. And he, I've tried to do it where I just like leave it alone and see what happens. He just keeps going. Like, <laughs> he never stops stuttering. <laughs> like the, um, I uh, speaking of stutters. Um, yeah, right. Connor, we have got to get every second into this. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I really like, uh, Ben and Richie. Like, those are the, my two favorite characters, and, um, the thing about, like, Ben, he had, like, the worst scene in the movie, sadly. Oh, yeah. Like, um, 
at the very end when they're uh, when him and Bev are outside and she's like uh, playing with a flower or something and she's like why does it hey why is it so mean like that was the actual delivery oh it's so good um, we should try thing... out to be in the next uh, Stephen King uh, <laughs> movie adaptation <laughs> I could be adult, Ben. <laughs> no, you could be kid, <laughs> I'm a bit too old for that. Nah, you don't look it, though. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but, uh... Nothing really rounds this podcast out like you saying the words fair enough really sadly. <laughs> <laughs> that That's my, like, sign of defeat. Yeah, you're just like, I guess... I guess I look like an Undertale character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All around me are familiar faces. We're Let's gonna stop before we get, get copyrighted. Sued. We're gonna get sued. Get sued. <laughs> no, um, what was another thing that's absolute? Yeah, we're just really spoiled for choice for how fucking terrible this movie is, aren't we? (laughs) Yeah. Another scene that infuriates me just so much. Like, I was like, Connor can vouch for this because we watched it together. Uh, But I I was just, like, talking to him as the scene was happening. I was like, Connor, if this happens exactly how I think it's going to happen, I swear (laughs) to God. I will break my own neck. And he did. He oh, he said those exact words. Oh my god, dude. It was awful. Like, basically, what happened... Because we haven't mentioned this character, because oftentimes the movie forgot to mention this character. But yeah. Mike... Um, whatever, it was his... No, it's not Mike. It was it's, Ben's wife... Or uh, Bill's no, wife. Bill's wife. The main character's wife, who we just had to take three tries to guess his name. <laughs> <laughs> if, if that speaks for how memorable these characters are. She got <laughs> captured by Pennywise, uh, and she she was, like, catatonic or something. Yeah, she was basically brain dead. More like... Kinda. More dementia, really. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the scariest thing in this movie is the existence of dementia. No. Audra has dementia. That's right, Connor. Take this out. <laughs> but uh, she just like he, he takes her to a taxi and she's walking fine and whatever. And then he just like looks over to his bike, and I don't know what the Arch of Thought was here. Like, I'm not entirely sure. Maybe it's Him because... Him and Stan outran the devil once. That's the thought process. <laughs> and if we can outrun the devil, she can outrun dementia. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's the idea that Mike might have insisted that God was in that bike or something like that. And he yeah, just, like... something like that. <laughs> he was just like, wait. Can you hold here for a minute? I realize the meter's running, but I feel like I can afford it. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to take my dementia-ridden I wife. am the award-winning author, author of The Glowing, after all. <laughs> it's me, Tommy! <laughs> but, uh, he's all like, I'm just going to take my dementia-ridden wife. I'm going to put her on my lap in this bike. 
And I'm just going to book it through five fucking intersections and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get hit by a car. Maybe she'll cure her dementia. Those are the only two things that can happen. <laughs> Either way, no more dementia. <laughs> and it cured her dementia. <laughs> the end. I was so mad. I was very... I did not watch the credits. Like I immediately <laughs> turned the movie off. I don't know if I, I don't know if I saw the last scene. <laughs> no, that was the last scene. If there was a scene where Aubrey just got up, ripped her Audra. face off, who gives a shit? <laughs> Rips her face off. Turns out she was Pennywise and just bends Bill over the fucking bike and just starts pumping him. <laughs> now that would be a twist. <laughs> But yeah, oh, what a terrible movie. <laughs> I hate it so much. So, uh, what, what's your final rating, Bryson? Fucking trash. <laughs> I, Out of neg- 10? Negative 14. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, Ernest, for me... I, I would watch Ernest 10 times before I watch this movie once. <laughs> that's would, because it would take 10 Ernests to watch this whole movie. Exactly. I would have so much more time to spare. <laughs> like, <laughs> even um, Ernest didn't feel this long and there's a whole subplot about milk in Ernest <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, having watched it as a kid I have a Here bit of go, fondness for it fucking, uh, I have missed. a little bit of fondness for for it. It it doesn't overshadow my current opinion of it's terrible, but the goofy moments are still fun. They're fun until you realize they're cramming them in. There's also, you know what? Fuck, fuck this movie so hard. I'm gonna rescind my rating and say <laughs> that there are several moments in this movie where it's just like no dialogue is happening. It's just like. Music and camera spins. <laughs> Music and camera spins <laughs> where the kids are either like just talking but no characterization is happening. Just rambling bullshit. Or um, they're just... Where we can't uh, hear anything. It's super weird, right? You'd think you would take that time to characterize it and build those relationships a bit stronger or at least show the audience that, hey, these are... Well, I think the kids had a fairly strong relationship. Definitely. They had very believable chemistry. But if you have to, like, really ham-fist in uh, a montage of them BSing, like, why not just have and them eating actually... eating Chinese food. Yeah, why not just have them actually BS and give us that dialogue? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But yeah, anyway, negative 22. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Um, so... It's it's a bad movie, but again, the the goofy moments with Tim Curry are really fun. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's you know the adults are pretty bad. They're very uh, hammy and over the top. Richie's the only one where it actually works. Michael uh, John is really Rit- depressed constantly in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, he I'm never knows if uh, he'll, <laughs> he'll never know if. Uh, if Pennywise is actually Bev again, so <laughs> Which is he's just got to watch his face for uh, white paint and red lipstick. Man, I hope, like, fucking 40 years down the line, he's just standing by his <laughs> wife's deathbed, and then she's about to <laughs> take her last breath. 
He's like, <gasps> Got you again, fat boy! <laughs> um, and on that note, it's a 2 out of 10 for me. Yeah. It's it's not without its enjoyable moments, but it's still very hard to sit through. Like, the last 40 minutes just oh my were gosh. a crawl. Oh, me and Connor were groaning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, just imagine what I just did the last, like, four seconds to what, and then just stretch that out for 40 <laughs> minutes and just see what happens. <laughs> also, the the bully stabbed himself in the end. Like, oh, he yeah. was on top of Mike, and everyone was pulling him off, and then he's just, like, there, and he falls over, and he has the knife plunged into his chest. Nah, that's and there's just really good. only... There's really only one way that could have gone, nah, considering nah. Mike was wounded. Nah, Mike is a, a special trained officer of, like, special <laughs> forces. Mike just, like, when everyone came in, Mike was all like, he's distracted. Turn the knife, twist it, <laughs> plunge it into his chest, kill him instantly. And then I'm he just God. stabbed himself in the side. I am every Idris Elba character in order. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Bryson gave it a negative 22 out of 10, <laughs> a well and I gave it a 2 out of 10. <laughs> out of 10. Dude, how much time do we have left? Uh, 45 minutes. We have 45 minutes left. We're 45 minutes in. Okay, well, uh, go for the intro, uh, then, you fucking animal. <laughs> outro. Uh, Either or. So yep. that, that wraps first. up this week's episode, and uh, we hope you've enjoyed, and we certainly hope you... Uh, Enjoyed it enough to tune in again next week when uh, we review something because the Punisher got pushed back, so it's not coming out tomorrow or today even. Um, so, if you would like to give feedback, feel free to leave a review and uh, make sure to, that you uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. It would be a great help to us. Just hope we don't open a Patreon. Uh, follow the podcast's Twitter at Over the Fourth Pod. Or our personal Twitter Twitters. I'm the prodigal son with a one and an underscore. You'll have to figure out where each are. And I'm Murderfish3. The Murderfish. Uh, thanks for dad. living, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good... F- Say uh, Have Say a good freakend. What was that, Connor? Sorry, have I was a good talking freak-end. over it. What was that? Have a good freakend. That's what I thought. Gotcha again, uh, fat boy! I regret boy. everything. <laughs>